Greatest blessings, everyone. This is Riviera with Sipping and Spilling the Tea. And today we're going to talk about picking up the pieces. I want to start off in saying that you are beautiful, you are deserving, you are worthy, and never dim your light for anyone. Walk in your truth and continue to live your best life as possible. So let's get into it. Picking up the pieces. During my healing journey, I went through so much chaos. I lost everything during my healing journey. See, I was so used to having the world in my hands. I knew if I go to school, be the top A student, make it on a dean list. If I keep doing that and striving, I'll be okay. But before I went off to college, I was really suffering from leaving my mother's house. And when I left her house, we left on bad terms. And what I mean when we left on bad terms is that her and I, it was the last argument we had. It was a couple words were being said, things that she said to me, you know, that was very negative, that impacted me, but it made my decision to keep on going. And the first thing I remember was, what am I going to do? I left this woman's house. I have nowhere to go. How am I going to pick up these pieces? And when I left her house, I went to my friend, Denisha's house. And when I went to her house, I packed all my belongings. Everything was boxed up. I took everything. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm starting all over. I'm done. I finally had my breaking point. I didn't want to continue to go to school, continue to work, and have nothing to show for it. It was, if I had nothing to show for it, I didn't mind helping my family out. But it comes to the point when you help others out, but they take advantage of you and they strip everything from you and they abuse you at the same time. And this has followed me through relationships where I'm with people and I'm giving my all to that person and they continuously disrespect me or they continuously say negative words to me, call me out my name. There's no equal respect or they don't show up for me. And I found myself, I give, I give till I have nothing left to give to the point I end up hating myself and being mad at myself because I'm allowing this to happen. And I don't know how to say no because I had that pleasing spirit that I wanted everyone to like me. So I gave till it's nothing. And it started when I was young, 
I did it for my mother, no matter what she did to me, anything she said to me, I always did it. I'm not a perfect daughter. She's not a perfect mom, but you right is right is wrong is wrong. I will never forget when I left and she was yelling, calling me degrading names that I didn't even want to repeat. And as I was putting everything in the car, it broke me because the first time it was like, am I overdoing this? Maybe I should stay. You know, how bad it is a clean house. I, you know, I just got to give her money. If I just be quiet, if I do this, if I act this way, maybe she won't yell at me. You know, she's going through a lot. I made a lot of excuses and um, that I put on the blame on me. Like if I did this differently, if I said this differently, maybe, you know, she will love me or maybe she will react differently towards me. So after I left, I felt free. I felt free. You know, I'm in college. I'm not with her anymore. You know, I felt free. I was excited. For the first time, I didn't have to fake and pretend as my life was perfect because behind closed doors, my house was not perfect. I was a child looking for someone to love me, but and yet I was being told that I'm this and that, and it was destroying me mentally and emotionally. See, we never talked about how words can really destroy you, how words can make you feel less, how words can put you down and break you down so much that when you constantly be mentally, emotionally abused and verbally abused, that it takes over and you start believing the things that the person is saying to be true. And when you don't have no one to uplift you or cater, I won't say cater to you, uplift you to be there for you and tell you you're not these things that this person is saying to you. You're not this way. You are a good person. You are this. But when you have constantly be beaten down physically, emotionally, verbally, is you always have that insecurity and no matter how hard you try to fake it no matter how hard you try to put on all the pretty clothes get your hair done wear the makeup when people say nasty things to you it hurts it hurts it hurts and it's like it's hard to escape it. To be honest, it's very hard to escape. So now that I left my mom, I'm still in school, but I'm ready to start over. I'm ready to be like, you know what? I can't take this no more. This is not for me. I'm just, I'm done. I felt good. But when you're in a middle and you leave someone that physically, emotionally abuse you and tear you down, nobody never tell, tells you like, hey, maybe you need to go get some 
therapy. Maybe you need to focus on working on yourself. You escape your abuser, but you have not healed yet. You have not pick up the pieces. And as being young, you know, in my 20s, I never thought about healing myself. All I thought about was being free. All I could think about is freedom. All I kept imagining was I don't have to no longer be around and be scared or be intimidated of if I did this wrong, if I say that wrong, you know, I don't have to, you know, especially when you are working too, I don't have to give my last to this person no more. I don't have to help out. I don't, I get to live and finally be a, a child, but I couldn't be a child because now I'm in my 20s, early 20s. So I can't be a child. I'm, I'm a young and adult. Picking up the pieces. I never knew how to transition into one minute you're here, you're dealing with all this, and then you transition to being in an environment that you think is healthy because it you believe it's healthy because what you're used to dealing with, cursing and someone tearing you down, belittling you and someone uh, calling you names and someone saying you're this and someone putting their hands on you or taking what you have to give, um, you don't you think anything is better than that. I can't go to this place. I have to stay here because I don't have to tolerate that any longer. But still, I never learned how to um I never learned how to heal. I would say when I left my mom and I took the journey and risked it all and moved to Milwaukee to go to school and, you know, to find something better than my childhood home, I didn't know anything of being out on my own. I didn't know how to transition. You know, I was lived a, such a shelter bubble life that I didn't even know anything about the streets. I didn't know anything how people are. I was so used to, you know, school professors being nice to you. I was so used to, you know, being in a good community where people are always nice nice to you. I never known that in the world outside of my bubble, that there are different types of people and there are people have different characters and people don't treat you how you treat them. I didn't know that. So as I was, I never knew how to pick up the pieces till I moved to, moved to Milwaukee. And Milwaukee kicked my butt. I left my mother house, 
went off to school. I was still in school, went off to school, continued my education, moved to Milwaukee, took a chance, risk it all for what? To have nothing and trying to pick up the pieces, trying to find a safe place where I had to convince myself, you can do it, you can start over. You left everything behind because one, you were tired of that toxic situation. I never healed myself from that because that same spirit that I was running from kept coming back, kept coming back. Every person I deal, dealt with or came encounter was with someone who had that trait where I find myself falling in love with my abuser. I find myself being with men, being with a man that was inconsistent, that was a liar, that put his hands on women, that he hurt women, he abused women. I find myself being attracted to that because that's what I seen growing up as a child. That's what I saw my mom go through. I saw my grandmother go through. I saw every woman in my family go through this where they a man would be so charming and then he snaps and curse you out. He yells like something triggers and I dealt with that. And my mom was so used to that behavior that she took it out on her own children. And I keep bumping in the same spirit. So how can I pick up the pieces to live a good life if I keep running into the same spirit that keeps attacking me, that keeps telling me I'm nothing when I know I have more to offer? How do you pick up the pieces when you was never taught? You was never shown the way to start over the right way. And if you don't have a supportive group to help you and nurturing you and pour back into you, there's no way you could pick up the pieces. So here I am. I gave up everything, took a chance because I didn't want to live in a toxic situation. I got so tired of being beaten on and being taken things from that every time I work hard, every time I give it head, I have to give it, give it, give it, give it, that I'm left with nothing. And there's nothing being poured into me. I'm still being loyal. I'm still being there. So how can one pick up the pieces and learn how to heal if she's not, he or she, she is not taught to do that? The only thing that I knew to do was you get a job, go to school, you work, then you have your own. Then you have your own. You have your own. No one can take if you work hard for something. No one can uh, say this is theirs because you work hard for it. It's yours. But that same spirit keeps following me. That same spirit 
keeps coming that spirit of abuse, that spirit of manipulation, that spirit of of taking, the spirit of not being respected, that keeps following me. I kept running into friendships that took advantage of me. I kept running to family members who took advantage of me. I kept running to men who took advantage of me. And I kept wondering, is it me? What's wrong with me? I'll never forget I was in a car and I was crying and I told myself I want better for myself. I didn't want to continue to go down this path. I want a healthy relationship. I want a healthy lifestyle. I'm tired of bumping into the same spirit where I'm constantly being mentally, emotionally abused or physically abused. I'm so tired of it. I remember breaking down and asking God, why have you forsaken me? How is it I left this situation, but the same keep following me everywhere? When am, when is it going to be enough? It took It took me to cry when a man came in my life and he claimed that he was my father. And we've been dealing with this and I'm like, you're not my father, whatever. But he said he could help me. He said, I could help you. And then he disappeared. I never felt so lost and alone. And I kept questioning, like, who am I? Where's my family? Where's the people that's supposed to support me and, and love and pour into me? I am lost. I can't find my way. How am I supposed to pick up the pieces if I don't know where to start? I don't know where to begin. That moment when I cried and I was just at my end's rope of, I'm tired of giving. I'm tired of loving wrong. I'm tired of pouring into people. I'm tired of the drama. I'm tired of the toxic. I'm so tired. All I want is to be free. I don't want to be put down anymore. I don't want, so how can you pick up the pieces? Where do you begin? I got a job, I got a place, I'm in school, but I'm still hurting inside. I have not healed. I didn't know how to pick up the pieces and it took me It took me till after I got engaged. I lost a daughter. And then I lost myself. I gained a son. 
but the father had cancer. And then when he got better, he said, skip it. He started to. Me and him didn't see eye to eye no more. And I didn't know, I didn't recognize who woman I was. I looked in the mirror for the first time and I didn't know who was the woman that was standing back to me. It took me to go through a custody battle, fighting my ex-fiance over, over our child. That I, I said to myself, I'll never forget, I knocked on this lady's door and her name was Ava and she helped me so much. She taught me how to pick up the pieces. She taught me about spirituality. She taught me about meditation. She taught me about spiritual baths. And she taught me how to heal my heart, my spirit. She taught me how to begin to pick up the pieces and forgive my inner self and forgive myself. She taught me to be gentle and kind to myself and slowly pick up each piece at, the, at a time. She taught me how to be quiet when it comes to dealing with people who are angry or dealing with people who are trying to hurt you. She taught me of the power of the tongue. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My mom used to say, you know, it's the power of the tongue to be life into your situation. But she taught me how to sit still, watch things that's going to pour back into you, watch good things. Don't watch reality shows. Don't watch, you know, don't be around people with bad habits because when you be around people with bad habits, you surely gain those habits. She taught me to start pouring and loving myself, say good things to yourself. She taught me that it's okay to let go and not to control things and have faith in God and have faith in the universe. Each time I met with her, we, I fast, did a Daniel fast, only ate fruit and seeds and no meat, drink nothing but water, cleanse, and I fast for two weeks. You know, first we start off slow where she, I did it for two days and then it started building up and then I had to do it two weeks and three weeks I had to fast. And the more my body got used to, I used to be so hungry, but more my body got used to it. I did not, I was no longer hungry anymore. I started appreciating appreciate the gifts when it came to life, I started to see that the fish that was sacrificed to enjoy this meal, I started appreciating it. I started seeing each living thing, a creature, a human, 
their purpose on this world. I start seeing people for who they really are. And I start trusting the higher self. I started putting my faith back into God. I started, like something happened when I met her. I used to take spiritual baths and she, I used to cleanse my body. Um, when I took a spiritual bath, I used to start with my head and down to my feet, or I'll start with my feet and up to my head. And then after that, I take the spiritual bath. I didn't talk to anyone um, at all. I wouldn't talk to anyone for a week straight. I would disconnect from social media. I would keep away from my phone. The only person I would talk to was my son's father, my child. Other than that, I didn't speak to people. And it was a tough decision of my life, but I started to learn how to pick up the pieces. I'm not talking about financially. I'm not talking about school. I had that under control. I always knew how to keep a good job and make sure bills was paid. I always knew how to function through chaos. I always knew how to function through pain. I always knew how to pay my bills and make sure I look good, make sure my hair is done, make sure my child was done. I always knew how to put on makeup and function into chaos and function into pain. I knew how to function in stress. I knew how to move through that. I knew how to keep smiling when deep inside I was broken and I wanted to just break down and cry and give up. I, I was very functional through depression, through everything that was going wrong behind the scenes. But to everyone, I was happy. My life was good. But they didn't know I was falling apart. So picking up the pieces, it was hard because I was angry and I was so hurt. And I felt again of, I gave my all to this man. He done cheated. He done cursed at me. He done yelled at me. I was with him when he had cancer. I was with him through every everything that he has been through. Not and now I have to argue with him about our child. And I wanted to give up. The more I started to fast, the more I started to meditate, the more I took spiritual baths, I learned to forgive myself. I learned to forgive others. I forgave my mom. I forgave everybody. Anyone that hurt me, did me wrong, I forgave them. But mainly, I forgave myself. I forgave myself. And I wasn't mad at God anymore. I wasn't upset with him anymore. I started to see the purpose of everyone. And that's when I start collecting each piece of who I am.
I started to collect my identity back. I started to see myself clearly. I knew how to keep my mouth closed when it came to someone who was very defensive and someone who was hurt and angry. The more I changed and got closer to my spirituality and more I kept meditating, the more I kept reading books and reading certain scriptures and kept pouring into myself and started focusing on me and focus on my child, I started to see that we're gonna be okay. I started to find out who I was. So as I was being broken and as I was as as my world was falling apart behind the scenes and I'm functioning in chaos and I'm functioning through hurt and pain and betrayal and I'm functioning going through this and losing all this and fighting and all that, I started to heal. I started to pick up back my, pick up my life again. I started to see it's not that bad. You're okay. I started to see that it wasn't about me. It was about, it was bigger than me. I started to recognize that what I was going through was needed. And I had to learn to transition my life of being engaged, know that picking up the pieces is hard. Know that it takes time. Know that you have to continue to go. No one tells us that reprogramming the mind would take, it takes time that you have to find out who you are again. You have to find out find your identity again. And that some pieces you're gonna have to toss away because you outgrown that person. And some pieces you have to pick up. It's like a stone. You got you have to learn how to be confident. You have to believe the words that you're telling yourself each day. Is you're reintroducing yourself to yourself and you're reintroducing yourself to other people. And certain things that you may could take in the past, you're no longer gonna take this time and people are gonna be bothered, irritated with it. But you got to continue to be true to yourself. You have to continue to love and grow and trust yourself. Picking up the pieces. We could all find a job and make money and get a place and put makeup on and look good on the outside. But when you truly 
You're never going to be complete and good on the inside to you truly heal and pick up the pieces that you lack and pick up the pieces that is needed in your life till you finally realize this is who I am. I want better. I don't care what people think. And till you finally accept yourself, the good, the bad, the flaw, the ugly, and work on things that you want to be worked on, remove some things, shake some things up and pick up the pieces and truly start over with healing your mind, healing your thoughts and and controlling your thoughts and start believing the words that you say that you speak and praying more meditating more or disconnecting a little bit and started to talk and write to yourself and be kind and applaud yourself for the little efforts that you do that's when you start to heal that's when you start picking up the little pieces It takes time, it takes work, it takes you to be consistent. It takes you to a place where you lose people, you gain new people. But the most important thing you gain and you love yourself and you start to see yourself you really start to really see yourself and you started to become the person that she was designed and created to be. So start picking up those pieces. Start living your life the way you want to live it. As long as it's not hurting people or causing pain in people's lives, I say we all are obligated to take what's ours, what we are deserving, what we need. Learn how to pour to yourself, pour into yourself. Pour so much into yourself that you overfill. Start to pick up the pieces. Find out who are you And who do you want to be? And I promise you, you will start seeing the world completely different. Well, that's all we have with sipping and spilling the tea. With picking up the pieces. And this is my saying, may you be a blessing to others as others be a blessing to you. May God be love and be your tour guide. I wish you nothing but happiness, joy, prosperity, wealth, not just in your pockets, but everything you do and touch. I wish you to grow in love and continue to live your life the way that you want. Tune in with Sipping and Spilling the Tea new episodes. Remember, March 21st, we have Dion Grayson. She will be on Sipping and Spilling the Tea, and we're going to talk about a lot of great things. Can't wait. See you later, and have a blessed day.